This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The federal trial over Montana's vaccine discrimination law, whether it should apply to nurses, hospitals, private physicians, and other health care providers, wrapped up on Wednesday. The law, signed last year by Republican Governor Greg Gianforti, prohibits most businesses and other employers from mandating vaccines. Democrats and health care providers say it makes medical facilities and other workers less safe. The trial began Monday. The trial was conducted by U.S. District Court Judge Donald W. Malloy in Missoula. Justin Cole, an attorney for the plaintiffs, gave the final arguments in the case. Quote, At times, individual liberty must yield to public health and safety, but this law does the opposite, said Cole. He represented the Montana Medical Association and providers and patients who challenged the law a year ago. It elevates individual choice over public health and the public's good well-being and safety. The plaintiffs have cited several federal laws that they say override the state's prohibition on vaccine mandates and on providers obtaining immunization status from their employees. The Americans with Disabilities Act requires employers to, quote, make reasonable accommodations for employees who have disabilities. Being unable to determine the immunity status of their co-workers makes it difficult and potentially impossible for medical providers to follow those federal requirements, according to Cole. The defendants, State Attorney General Austin Knudsen and the Commissioner of Labor and Industry, Lori Esau, were represented by a legal team led by Deputy Solicitor General Brent Meade. In his closing, Meade reiterated his argument that the Republican-dominated state legislature was well within its authority in drafting House Bill 702. It also bars employers from requiring staff to disclose their immunization status. Quote, we have to be able to balance risk to patients as well as protecting the individual autonomy of health care workers. That choice, said Meade, rests with the legislature. House Bill 702 is the result of that process. The plaintiffs also allege that the vaccine law runs afoul of the Occupational Safety and Health Act, which requires employers to mitigate workplace hazards. Vaccine-preventable diseases are among those included in that act. Judge Malloy didn't give any timetable for a decision. It's likely not to be a great deal of time, but it's not going to happen tomorrow. In the meantime, a preliminary injunction Malloy issued earlier this year, barring the state from enforcing HB 702, remains in effect. Montana elections practices were found to be safe and secure following an examination from a work group made up of representatives from organizations and stakeholders across the state. It came during a state administration and veterans affairs interim committee meeting on Wednesday. Quote, both our election administrators and the many volunteers that execute this system are to be commended for their efforts in operating a system that is well put together. That's according to work group member Representative David Bidet, the Republican from Hamilton. Bidet said suggested areas within election 
integrity for potential legislation would include codifying that election tabulation machines not be allowed to hook up to the Internet. Machines do not currently connect to the Internet, and Bidet says it's a rule in contracts as of now, but it would be a good idea to reassure the public. Quote, Montana's vote counting machines cannot be hooked up to the Internet as it stands now. It's an absurd conspiracy to suggest otherwise. Another suggestion was criminalizing tampering with vote counting machines. Montana Elections and Voter Services Manager Stuart Fuller says not every signature from the same person is identical, but that there is a method to comparing signatures. It involves whether capital letters match, whether the letters tail off similarly, whether the letter spacing is similar, the overall appearance is similar, and whether the relationship to the signature line is similar. He also recognized that people do go through life events that would impact their signatures. Unfortunately, he said, people have strokes, and people like me breaking their arm and having difficulty writing with the right hand. So their signature is going to change. That doesn't mean they're fraudulent or that somebody's trying to vote illegally. Quote, the training is you reject it and verify it with the voters. Northwestern Energy has asked Montana's utility regulating body for a new mechanism to recover costs associated with building power plants. Northwestern is calling for a reliability rider that it describes as a more efficient regulatory alternative to a rate case process. It says other states have implemented similar cost recovery mechanisms and describes it as part of the company's efforts to secure reliable, safe energy service for its customers. Critics of the proposal say the utility is trying to do an end run about a pre-approval statute that a Missoula judge struck down earlier this year. It also accuses the utility of burying the proposal in a rate review docket that tops 4,000 pages. The reliability rider is currently incorporated into the proposed Northwestern rate increase submitted to the Public Service Commission in July. It's seeking an increase in its rate structure that would raise the average 750 kilowatt hour per month residential customers by 25%. Energy attorney Monica Trinnell, who's representing the group 350 Montana in PSC filings about the reliability rider, said the measure appears to be an attempt to repackage the pre-approval statute that Missoula County District Court Judge Jason Marker struck down this year based on the finding that it conferred an exclusive and lucrative financial benefit only on Northwestern Energy. Trinnell said she also has concerns about Northwestern's appetite, or lack of appetite, to refund customers any overcharges following plant construction. Jeff Smith, co-chairman of the Climate Group, 350 Montana, says the reliability rider Northwestern is seeking is reminiscent of other cough recovery boondoggles, his word, including a $247 million charge that Northwestern incorporated into the purchase price of Unit 4 of Coal Strip's coal-fired power plant in 2007 as part of an anticipated federal carbon tax. 
That tax never came to fruition, but Northwestern didn't refund the money. The 2022 Mountain States Bowl, conducted by Montana State University Billings, says Montanans overwhelmingly plan to vote in the upcoming election, and they approve of their local law enforcement and of public lands. They don't know much about the state law of Indian education for all and may not know which congressional district they live in. And Montanans are dissatisfied with Congress's performance and don't trust the mainstream media. The random dialing method surveyed 343 Montanans in October and has an overall margin of error of 5.3%. The poll was established in 1989. Overall, the poll gives more favorable ratings to Republican candidates, but voters parted way with their politicians when it comes to issues of abortion and reproductive freedom. Similar to many other states, the poll shows Democrats engaging in an uphill challenge in the midterms. President Joe Biden's overall approval rating stands at 21.7%. 58.4% say they disapprove. 82% of those surveyed said they plan to vote next month. Voters are also unhappy with Biden's plan to forgive college student debt with 45 disapproving, 39% approving, and the rest remaining undecided. But dissatisfaction with Biden was eclipsed by how Montanans view the United States Congress. Only 16% approve of Congress, 55% disapprove. At the state level, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte's approval rating is 47%, similar to his disapproval rating and the undisclosed, with a large percentage of women and college-educated voters showing more dissatisfaction governor. The poll also showed that most Montanans have no idea which congressional district they live in. While the Mountain States poll showed Republican Ryan Zinke in the lead over Democrat Monica Trinnell, 34% to 25%, the effect of Libertarian John Lamb at 17%, and 20% of undecided voters make that race a toss-up. Meanwhile, in the Montana's Eastern District, current Republican Congressman at Matt Rosendale earned mixed reviews, 29% approve of him, 35% disapprove, 19% neither approve nor disapprove. Even though Montana doesn't have a U.S. Senate election this year, it showed mixed results for both Montana's senators. Residents seem slightly more satisfied with Steve Dane's performance. 40% approve of him, 32% do not. As for Montana's senior Senator John Tester, the Democrat, 41% say they approve, 39% they do not, 10% were undecided. Montanans generally trust law enforcement, with 87% saying they trust local police or sheriffs, only 11% not trusting. However, residents were much more cynical when it came to trusting other institutions. For example, when asked whether they trust representatives' ability to govern effectively in a non-divisive manner, 37% say they trust their leaders, 42% don't trust them. Montanans were also generally opposed to the United States Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, 
53% disagree, 28% agree. When asked for other details, 40 respondents characterize themselves as pro-choice, 33% say they're pro-life, and the remaining saying neither or it depends. Montanans were also strongly against book banning in schools, 70% disagreeing with removing titles from public schools, only 19% agreeing. As for teachers, Montanans were evenly divided over whether a teacher with a clean background check should be allowed to carry a gun into a classroom. 47% say agreed with the gun carrying, 44% disagreed. Montanans still largely support using the death penalty, 70% support it. Very few Montanans had ever heard of the Indian Education for All law that requires education in public schools about Montana's indigenous people and tribes. Only 16% said they had heard of it, and less than 20% believed that the money set aside is being used effectively. The poll also appears to show Montanans are stressed out. 89% agreed there is a mental health crisis in the state. And more than 9 out of 10 respondents believe businesses in their community are struggling to find employees. 95% of respondents agreed that leaders should protect public lands. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 27 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.